All right. This is Logic Over Everything. We made it here so you can make it through. All right, guys. Let's do what we got to do. On the cast tonight, we have the host of Destination No Retraction, Kennedy. Kennedy, how you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you? Good to go. Good to go. <laughs> and cast favorite, actress, Courtney Crimson. How are you? Hey, y'all. I'm right. good. I'm good. As always, I'm joined by namesake of the show, my brother Logic. How we doing? Anything is possible. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Since, since, since we don't have any newbies on the cast today, I can just start off and get right to business. Uh, this this news is a couple weeks old, but uh, the Instagram therapist, uh, known on Instagram as Unusually Bree, um, she put her story out there. Basically, she got fired from a job on Friday for posting on Monday how men need to deal with their emotional intelligence or lack thereof i guess uh so she put her whole story out there by the friday evening after she got fired and basically said that uh she wasn't protected like she was she was saying what she was saying out of the protection for black men like they need to deal with themselves or they will be single forever uh in her mind and so i'm gonna begin with you courtney um are you familiar with the story one and your thoughts on Miss Unusually Brie? Yes, I am familiar with this story. I first saw it on Instagram, but it was a little, it was a little clip. And then I found her TikTok and I scrolled through her TikTok and watched her um, tell the story. Um, overall, I think it's very unfortunate that she lost her job for essentially what black women have been saying um, for quite some time now, but on a higher platform. Um, I, I was also, I'm also trying to think of a different perspective. Well, I, I did come up with a different perspective. And like I said, overall, I think it's unfortunate that she lost her job saying this, but um, I also thought about the clients that she has, because I currently work in the mental health field um, for a counseling and therapy service. And we only have five black counselors and only two of them, or maybe even one of them is a black male, but the other one are black women. And they're always booked and busy. Whenever they have openings, they always fill up because black people take up all of their slots they jump to them mm. and i thought about those clients that she had that are now without a therapist and representation because of stating the obvious and yeah i just think it's i think it's unfortunate for her side and for and from client's perspective um as well um she wasn't protected and to have a black woman go out of her way <laughs> to find her credentials and report it to her job i thought wow that that's that's a little deep mm. but then there was also a small part of me that thought um did you maybe have to say that on a platform Ooh. maybe sort of kind of because mm. 
again, I work in the mental health field. I work around a lot of therapists and counselors. And from what I know of, they are still supposed to hold a certain level of, I don't want to use the word professionalism, but a certain level of, of something that, I mean, I, I'll just go with the word professionalism that you would not post anything mm. crazy. Like, of course, I don't want to see my therapist with her titties out or something like that. Right, right. But at the same, all in the same breath, she, it's not like she said anything wrong. Like mm. she would, I'm, I'm pretty sure she would say that to one of her clients. You know, Courtney, if I was one of her clients, you know what, Courtney, if you don't stop saying fuck niggas get money, <laughs> you ain't never going to have no niggas and you're going to be here with all this money. You know, and ain't going to have nobody to share it with and people using you only for only for your money. You know what mm. I mean? I don't know, but okay. I, think it's, I think it's unfortunate <laughs> all the way around. All right, Kennedy. Kennedy, do you have thoughts on this topic? I have, I have thoughts. All right. How do you feel? Um, I agree with Courtney. Mm. I don't agree with... Let me say this. It's unfortunate that she lost her job. Ooh. It is unfortunate that she lost her job. Okay. That's not cool. That's that's not a good feeling. However, um, professionalism, integrity, and how you represent yourself. When you're going on social media, mm-hmm. you can't do it. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can't handle yourself in that way. You cannot. And... I asked today, I have a counselor, her name is Michelle Thomas. There's another one, Robert Good and Joe Marion. These are all three black counselors that are in Dallas that are out here. None of them would handle themselves in that way outside of their office. Like how you talk to your husband, how you talk to your family, that's one thing. But going on a platform where you have a lot of access to you, you should not act that way. You have to deliver your message in a certain way, whether you're male or female. Mm. Um, her stance, it's fine to have that stance, but there's a tactful way to address it. I had an issue when she missioned like Kevin Samuel's followers. Oh, you heard that too. She said it without saying it. <laughs> but yes, she definitely was you know, talking she about did. Kevin Samuel. She yeah. did. All right. All right. I had she an did. issue. Because the last podcast we did, I think I mentioned, I was like, you know, people have an issue with Kevin Samuels, but they don't have an issue with Wendy Williams. They both are very outspoken African-Americans, point blank, period. So at the end of the day, what I'm confused about is that your tactics are similar to his. You were saying whatever you feel, however you feel. There's no tactfulness to it. You were just saying how you feel. And now you're upset at the reaction that you got. Oof. Okay. Now we're in the U.S. You can say whatever you want. Right. We right. have freedom of speech. It's protected. But there are consequences in the U.S. Okay. So now you're being held accountable. You're sitting on the stand, and you're being judged by your peers, and you don't like it. But you went on a platform where everybody can comment <laughs> and their do their speech own is protected videos. too. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you don't like it. You have to be held accountable for the things you say. Say whatever you want, but you will be held accountable. Ooh. So I don't agree about how she went about it. Yeah. She's free to have her opinion, but there could have been a more tactful way to get that out. Because my counselor, 
Michelle will sit me out and tell me that ain't right. But she wasn't like, oh my God, you're going to be single for the rest of your life if you don't get those <laughs> stuff together. I'm going to be like, oh my God, this is not what I'm paying my copay for. Absolutely hmm. not. There's a way to go about it. And I don't think she went about it the right way. All right. All right. Logic. <laughs> Logic. It's time to chime in. How do you feel about Miss Unusually Bree? Okay. Well, first of all, I listened to both these young ladies, what they said made a lot yeah. of sense to me. And I definitely understand their points of view. Yeah. I also realized listening to them that the clip that I found off of Instagram was actually connected to another clip that I didn't see. And so I can't really speak to the fullness of that clip or what that meant. I can only really go from what I saw on Instagram. And what I saw on the gram kind of left me with some questions that I asked myself about the content. And one of the questions, you know, there were a couple comments that were made that kind of struck me as odd. And first and foremost, you know, you don't want any black person, woman or man to lose their job behind, you know, nothing as frivolous as the internet. Like, you know, <laughs> niggas gotta pay rent and shit. So you right. don't ever want anybody to like, you know, have anything that, you know, on the internet that causes them not to be able to work and make a living. But, you know, a couple things stood out. One of the things was, you know, how she kind of stated that, you know, she said what she said and then people went and called Massa. And I thought about that and then I watched the clip again and then I watched the clip again. And the basis of what I got from the clip was that the statement that she was making was based on some type of informational type of data point that she said, I think she made reference to it, whereas a certain amount of people, they did some type of whatever and like a certain amount of people stated, you know, 38%, I think she said, or something like that of men said that they was lonely or some yeah. shit like that. I don't want to misquote it, but I'm, I'm sure the young ladies also know. And I kind of took that a certain way. And then when I put that with the master thing, it kind of made me question the data because mm -hmm. as a black man, I don't know what percentage of black men would actually tell anybody they're lonely. So it kind of just threw me off there. I wasn't sure if this data was specific to maybe white men, which would be a better explanation of why you lost your job. Because I don't think anybody loses a job by saying negative things about black men. I, this True. would be the first time I've ever mm -hmm. seen that. Hey. That doesn't usually happen. Mm. Um, but that was just one point where, you know, again, since I didn't see the larger informational, you know, I, I could be missing a point. The other thing was that it, it really, to me, comes down to protecting your job, protecting your position, protecting the bag. And <laughs> time and time again, with both black men and black women, you know, you engage in certain activities, especially, you know, dealing with social media. And then you want to pass blame when it's judged in a certain light, but you didn't even have to do that there. Like that wasn't even, you know what I'm saying? Like that's something that you decided to do. That was a decision that you made. True. And if you have to pay the mm -hmm. cost for the decision that you made, then, you know, we can have a discussion about it, but we should be able to separate it and look at why you made that particular decision. 
because that might have been something that you could have told, you know, certain clients that are men that would be helpful to those individual clients. Because, again, I don't think anybody here feels that what she said was incorrect. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think we're ever going to have any arguments about that. Like, it's not an issue of, you know, correctness. It's timing and latitude. And so you just got to kind of finesse that a little better than that. Like, you can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, it kind of reminded me of when they had, like, the New Hampshire politician that was, like, twerking. And then everybody got in an yeah. uproar about it. It was kind of the same situation where, oh, you know, yeah. you shouldn't right. be allowed to twerk. I'm not mad right. at you twerking. Right. And I don't live in fucking New Hampshire. We're we so not I don't mad really at the care. white man going golfing. Like, he, but that's the key. You know but saying? that's like, the key is how, how far can you get being black pointing at what white people could do? How mm. far can you get? Mm. How long is that going to be the excuse for activities I, I that, I, that choices that you make? You know what I'm saying? Like how long... Can we make choices based on what white people do? It it doesn't seem to be a measure of success. So right. we should be able to, you know, fight for the girl, you know, fight for the young lady. And, you know, she does need to be employed and that's fucked up. Uh -huh. But also we need to look at some of the de decisions that are being made and what we doing for the grand. Like you, a psychiatrist or a psychologist out in these streets, you went to like multiple schools and got degrees and stuff like that. You can't be thrown in a way for likes. Like that's weird. Like, why are you yeah. doing that? All right. And I think this opens us up to a, to a bigger discussion because now I want to talk about what she was actually saying. She was okay. actually saying men are lonely. Men are going to be single for the rest of their lives because they don't have any emotional intelligence. And, and as a man, I have my own thoughts on that. But, Courtney, I want to come to you, and I want to ask you in your mind, one, did she have a point with the emotional intelligence of a man? And it needing to be better or him needing to express himself more. And then two, what, how, how do you define that? Like, what do you define as emotional intelligence? What example do you have of that in your opinion? Mm -hmm. Just like you said, you're, you are your own man and you have your own um, stance on what mm -hmm. she said with that. Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of like a... Um, what you mean we like what do you mean men as a whole you know I feel like it, it could have been a more pointed um, stance she could have I feel like she could have been more direct with a type of group of men maybe sort of but um, I don't think the statement is wrong but emotional intelligence to me is coming down to communication, comprehension, mm -hmm. and overall opening up and being okay with expressing themselves, whether it's happy, sad, uh, the whole spectrum of emotion, um, emotional intelligence, being able to understand those emotions and like do something with them or sit with them and face them, not using outside sources and escapism to escape those feelings and mask them, which creates more and more scars that aren't going to heal. And then passing that over into your next relationship with a woman. <clears throat> and yeah. Okay. I kind of just lost my train of thought. No. But, um, yeah, emotional intelligence. 
yeah truly knowing yourself that. okay All right. yeah truly knowing yourself knowing what you want being able to communicate that being open to receiving um emotion but there's also a, a deeper issue too uh-huh. um I, I feel like it's not just men being emotionally unintelligent but um a reason for them not being emotionally intelligent is because of women. So, <laughs> so you know, if we don't provide a space for a man to be emotionally intelligent, if a man doesn't come from a woman, a loving, nurturing woman, to show him, hey, son, it's okay to cry, you know? Hey, son, it's okay to actually show a woman how you feel because you really like her. You don't have to be a dickhead and do the opposite, you know? Um, so... That that's another Pandora's box to be open. Okay. <laughs> right. Kennedy. Kennedy, the question of emotional intelligence for men. Um, how do you, how do you feel about this? Like define it for yourself. I want to know your opinion. My view on emotional intelligence for men, I feel like well, I feel like for black men, because that's what she was talking about. Absolutely. There is no medium for them. There's no medium. Either you're taught you have that mom that is like, I don't like the word baby, but is like done 10 times over for you. So you have that extreme. And then you have the one that's like, you shouldn't be crying. You a man, punch you in your chest and you cry. If you get into a fight, you better come back and win. (laughs) Like it's too extreme. So to ask them, and you're supposed to be a provider. Most women are raising their sons the way they wanted their man to be built. So I don't think there's a medium for them to be like, hey, I feel fill in the blank. So I guess I agree in the sense like, let me take this back. I feel like men are emotionally aware, but there's not a safe place for them to share it. Y'all know how y'all feeling. I mean, y'all supposed to be the simplest ones. Y'all know what y'all what y'all yeah, going yeah. through. Right. But to have a place provided to share the feelings, that's where it's lacking. In the same breath, I'm I'm playing devil's advocate because just like men have emotions and they have feelings and they know a lot of times when they're wrong. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of them are just stuck in their ways and they're stuck in their own feelings. And to be stuck in your own feelings <laughs> and not accept when you're right, I mean, not when you're right, when you're wrong uh-huh. and not wanting to open yourself up or be, be vulnerable with another person, that is emotional unintelligent. That mm. is not being emotionally intelligent. I feel like there, there are a lot of men out here that just don't want to be vulnerable. Like, they just don't want to. That one girl broke up with them in fucking third grade and they just don't want to, or they don't want to put in the work. And Mm. that is emotional unintelligence. (laughs) And see, that's why I said, but like, it goes back to how they're raised or if it was that relationship, it still has to go back to the root. Why don't they feel like they can say, damn, this girl broke my heart, so I don't trust nobody. Because we say it, we were like the last three dudes that we dated broke me. So if you come in with it, you need to have your stuff together. What is it that creates that space to where they can't share that? That's the root. But do you think? Mm -hmm. 
But do you think there are some men that just don't want to change? Like they're okay I, with sitting in that space? I think that sitting in that space, it had to be created. Why do they? There's men that mm -hmm. are locked up that can sit in the shoe for three days and they're fine and they come back out. They don't say anything. And there's others where then they're messed up. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what I'm asking, I guess. What is it mm -hmm. that creates that space to where they cannot share whether you're stuck in your ways or not, what got you to that? Because mm. the outcome is always mm. going to be different, but the triggers are all the same. Mm. Logic, do you have a response to True. that? Can you, can you answer? Mm. What kind of okay. Yeah. I just wanted to point out that what y'all was saying made a lot of sense to me. But yeah. as an African-American man, you feel like the judgment is always being made about your emotional responses based on women. You know what I'm saying? Like, like somehow women present the measurement of how a man is supposed to deal with his emotions and not deal with his emotions. And I'm the first to say that, you know, as a man, I definitely personally have done a lot of work on myself to learn how to deal better with my emotions because that's, you know, a thing that as both of y'all kind of hinted to, you're not really trained to do. You're not really expected to understand, you know, the, the, the gamut of emotions that everybody feels because everybody feels everything. Men feel everything. Women feel everything. You deal with them how you deal with it. But it does become an issue when you feel like you're being judged based on some belief that women just automatically are better at that. And I don't but think that's true. Okay, all right. Let me play devil's advocate real quick. Do you talk about your feelings at all, Logic? Yes, I have a podcast. <laughs> Granted, okay, okay. But in your relationships, do you talk about your feelings? Absolutely not, but that's because I'm a piece of shit. But the point is, wow. is that so, so then I'm trying to get better at it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but when you're governing it against someone who, and maybe it's a response, you know, you have to take, a certain level of responsibility in a yeah. relationship for the situations that occur and for the way that conversation is, you know, you have to take account in that. And so in a relationship, I've come to see that the less I say or the less I exhibit at, you know, a certain emotional level, the more that's exhibited upon me. You know what I'm saying? Like the more emotion that's, you know, the more rah-rah shit and all that, you know what I mean? Like the, it, it can go in a lot of different ways when the person that you, you know, your significant other, the person you're in a relationship with is not feeling like the emotion is being displayed at an equal measure going both ways. So I recognize that. But at the same time, in a relationship, when you might not be the most emotional person, and then it just so happens that you tend to be with someone who is very overly emotional, it can kind of like trigger you to believe that the only reason that we're saying my emotions are so bad is because I'm supposed to assume your emotions are so good. But it don't look like that sometimes. I don't know if I said that the best way, but it don't look like that sometimes. It looked right. like you doing too much, well, which causes me to feel like I'm not doing enough. You know what I'm saying? So, so it, it, the problem is you run a podcast called Logic Over Everything. Exactly. We're talking about emotion instead of logic. And it, it is, it is 
Mm. It is emotion is is it's almost like sexuality. I believe emotion is a is a prism. Is a it, it it's a lot of different ways that you know they talk about love languages and shit yeah. like that and all that other goofy shit. And it's you know there's there's a lot of different ways that you can deal with your emotions. And I think I can speak from a man's point of view on the fact that a lot of the ways that men show emotion sometimes aren't observed from the other side in the way that a lot of men wish it would be, if that makes any sense. So you end up being told that you're not emotionally this and you're not emotionally that, but you're doing what you think you're supposed to be doing. So I think one of the sisters said something about being raised to, you know, take care of your significant other, to be the breadwinner, to do this, to do that. And yeah. a lot of that isn't just built on, you know, logic. It's built on emotion. Like you get up every day and you really feel like this is what I got to do. Like this is mm. what I have to offer. Like this is who I am to you. Like this is what I can give you. And mm. in some situations, when that is rejected or is taken for granted or through conversation, you determine that your significant other expects that plus a whole bunch of other shit, it can become uncomfortable. So to kind of put a pin on all of it, like when you hear somebody on Instagram saying, you know, black men need to be in counseling or do, 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 or they're going to be alone forever and da, 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 da. I can't necessarily say that that's an incorrect analysis. I can't say that you're wrong. I can say that I don't give a fuck. I can say that <laughs> you not my counselor, so you don't get to tell me shit. Wow. I get to say, I don't know you and you don't know me. And this is social media. So mm, mind you. your motherfucking business. I can wow. say, stay out of men's business. Shout out to Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, there's a lot of things I could say to counteract that just because I personally think, and this is just my personal thought. I could be wrong. I know again that I, I think differently than a lot of other people do. Yeah. I think a lot of men are out here exhibiting the best level of emotional resonance that they have to offer based on whatever situation is presented to them. Mm. And there might be better ways to do it. Mm. But there's gotta be a better way to discuss it. And like Sis said, it helps to have a safe place to discuss it as well. Ooh. Ooh. See, it was worth waiting for. Yeah, it was worth Courtney, waiting for. did you have a rebuttal? Cause I heard you saying, mm, mm, mm. You didn't, did you disagree with any part of uh, Logic's little uh, speech? I mean, no, no. Okay, I mean, right. straight facts. Facts. Um, I, I do feel like some of your holding back from expressing yourself comes from your partner not giving you a safe. Well, let me ask: Do you feel like you have a safe space in order to speak on your emotions, or are you just simply not? speaking on the emotions based off of previous um, situations where you did express it and it didn't pan out the way that you thought the conversation was going to go or, or, or what? I or is say, it simply because you just don't want to, like, I, I just don't want to talk. 
I can say that it's kind of like a, a combination platter of things. It's, you know, just speaking about myself, which I prefer to do. I, mm -hmm. I'm not the best at kind of summing things up for everybody all the time because, you know, everybody's not the same. I'm proof of that. But for me, being raised in the environment that I was raised in personally, being emotional wasn't going to work. Right. And when I say emotional, I don't mean feeling feelings because you feel feelings no matter what. Like, the, you know, like the way that you display what you feel doesn't change what you feel. But as I've gotten older, I've come to the conclusion that, you know, I definitely have to do work to try to find ways to communicate how I feel in better and more productive ways to be in a relationship with someone. So, you know, sometimes it's not just the space being safe. To me, it's the space being honest. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Like it's the space being honest. Yeah. These I are balls. That. These are balls yeah. right here. Like these are okay. balls. This is all first verse. I'm still in the middle of the Hennessy bottle. Yeah. Just <laughs> let them work. I, let come them work. on. Come on. What I'm saying yeah. is just, you know, the idea is that ultimately I want to be, and I'm speaking for myself again, I want to be a full individual and I want to live a life that a full individual in my idea would live. And that would be based on being honest with myself, being honest with my partner, being comfortable, not just, you know, telling my partner how I feel, but being comfortable feeling how I feel, you know, being comfortable looking for the language to explain how I feel. Because a lot mm -hmm. of times I think you said, Courtney, you know how you feel. I mean, you know, I, I think that was you. <laughs> you know how you feel. Mm -hmm. Everybody yeah. do. Mm. The feelings themselves, the triggers themselves are the same for just about everybody across the board. It's the way that you deal with them. Ooh, that's man. different. It, it, mm -hmm. The way that you exhibit, for instance, loneliness. People deal with loneliness. I deal with loneliness. Humans deal with loneliness. It's part of humanity how you deal with loneliness is a determination of, you know, your emotional language or lack thereof. For instance, I know for me, I exhibit it in a different way than other people do. So it comes off as though I don't have that same feeling that other mm -hmm. people have, but I do. And I think that a lot of men have the same feelings just, you know, throughout, you know, the prism of masculinity and, and things of that nature, especially as a black man. You lonely, so you got to go to the club. You lonely, so you got to call some chick in the middle of the night. You lonely, so you got to go get a bottle or something. Listen, listen, there, there's a lot of this discussion that's very sensitive, right? So right. allow me to insert my nuclear bomb in this discussion. Blow it up, <laughs> And and look, it, it it also has to deal with a gen generational thing because I I think we're getting better. Like men are getting real uh, logic logic laid it out. Like he's dealing with himself, in his opinion, in his own way. Like he's dealing with himself. So we didn't have to do that shit in the nineties. Like we was gonna rap about fucking your bitch, you know, as many times as we could. Right? We were gonna. 
exude that alpha male bravado as much as possible. It's taught. And as and as someone that was very close to his dad, I have my dad's name. You know what I'm saying? I saw my dad control, take take hold of a household, right? So there are a lot of things that are innately inside of me where I believe that that's the best way to be, to to have a successful life with a woman. You don't talk about your emotions or your feelings because even as a leader in 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 my profession, like even as a leader, you don't make uh, decisions out of emotion because then you're talking about two different forms of, you know, I guess basically you don't want to present yourself as a um, as a human being to the people that you're leading, right? So even mm. as a leader of a household or a leader of a retail business, you still don't, you don't want to you don't want to give too much because you still want to be respected as a leader above all. You want to be that lion with the mane. So a lot of what we're talking about has to do with what men are taught and who they're taught by. You know, can you be taught by a woman to be a man? Single mothers, can they do that? Can they teach a, a, a boy to be a man? The jury's out on that because I, I, I really don't know if that's true or false. It's mm -hmm. a difficult one. That's right. a difficult one to answer. It's, that's it's, a difficult one to answer. You know, so I, mean, I think it depends on the mother's tools because Obama was raised by a single mom. True. Logic was raised by a single mother. Right. These are good men. It depends on the tools that the mother has. Uh, no, 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 no. Logic really just told you he ain't shit. And can I get an amen? He just said I ain't shit. So I appreciate you putting me <laughs> in tried. Obama. I just want to, I just want to, shout out to you, shout out to Texas, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, just, that's a fire, like, comparison, but the idea, but the idea, I have a father, Right. I know my father, Okay. he's not a bad dude, mm -hmm. he's just who he is. Mm. And understood um, and understands to this day that the best thing that he did was had me with the woman he had we with because okay. she was able to kind of mm. do that. Like he knew that, you know, he tells me all the time, like the best thing he ever did was made, you know, children with that woman because she got it because I don't because he don't. That's dope. It's super dope. When, and it, it, it makes me look at him differently. Mm. When did that understanding come into play as you got older? I was what about age 25 or 26. That? I was about 25 or 26. So how and old was he? He was like 80. I don't know how old that nigga is. Don't Shit. get me into all of that. Yeah, I don't, I don't check saying. for his birthday. I, but, but I'm just saying that that's when we become emotionally intelligent, when we can't use right. our physical attributes anymore. When it's all, when it's all done. Right. You know what I'm then we all we have is reflection. You know right. what I'm saying? So, but at the same time, when we become emotionally intelligent, it sounds like that's a defined moment. And again, I don't think that's, I, I think you're always trying to get more emotionally intelligent. You're trying to find, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think anybody figured it out is what I'm saying. When, when I hear a young lady on Instagram saying these type of things, 
you feel like this person is coming from a position where they feel like they must have figured it out and this is what you should do. And to me, I never can identify or relate to that type of specificity. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know what I mean? Like you talking and I hear what you talking, right. but I don't know your reference. I don't know. Also, I niggas mean, don't but... like psychiatry and shit. Like, niggas don't like that. Like, let's just keep it real. Like, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm telling you how you I fight can. it. Like, I'm giving you the the, the the definition of how you fight that shit. Because whenever anybody's trying to tell you anything, you're trying to, you know, do the cliff notes and, well, who the fuck are you? And how did you get to the point where you get to tell me? And, but you don't even have a penis. So what are you talking about? Like, you don't, you know, you're not a black man. So, like, as a black woman, it's, I appreciate that you're trying to reach out. Right. But... But then it's not like if a black man said that, I would have, oh, yeah, bro, you right. Like, nah, nigga, shut up. Like, I don't know you neither, nigga. You know what I'm saying? So there's some rationale to all of it, is what I'm saying. It's just, I personally feel like it's a, it's a trajectory to it. And it seems to me like it is something that's not a definitive point. You, you continuously trying to update your skill set for dealing with your emotions, because as you live and as you grow and as things in life happen, you have differing emotions that happen in different situations that you have to figure out how to deal with. So, but isn't the emotional intelligence like versatile to each situation? No, because no. It, is it not? Is there a general set of emotional intelligence? It's not versatile to every situation. It's not adaptable. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. It's it's like, but not. that's the logic mind. That's the logical mm -hmm. mind saying that there is one dictate to deal with this particular situation, and I don't believe there is. Mm. Don't I've seen a million single mothers who deal with a million different situations, a million different ways, and that don't mean that some of them got this and some of them don't. You know, we all deal with it. You know, we all play cards with the cards in our hand, and you just so you're you know, married. You're married. You walk okay. in, okay. you see your wife having sex with somebody else. Me? What is the okay. emotionally intelligent way to handle that situation? I don't know. I don't know. And I know that, the way that, that goes, I would deal with it. Right. And but I don't know if that's right. I don't know if that's right. You understand what I'm saying? I know the way that I would deal with it. Number one, I know the way that I deal with it would be completely different from the way that anybody else would deal with it because I feel like emotionally I'm completely different. So even mm. if I wanted to deal with it the same way anybody else would deal with it, which I would assume is like, shoot that shit up. <laughs> my mind would be like, nah, don't let nobody know how you feel about that. Like, don't really put that out there like that. Like, don't let these people dictate how you move and how you feel and how you think. They're not powerful enough for that. You are right. in charge of you. You define you. You handle whatever you handle, however you handle it. And anybody else can fuck with it or they could fuck around it, or they could fuck off. But that's they thing. You, you do you. And knowing that that is not necessarily the best way to handle anything at any time, I can right. say, when we're talking about emotional intelligence, it's, there's gotta be, to me, in my opinion, there's gotta be different ways to deal with different stuff. There's gotta be different realities and different understandings that each and every individual has coming into any situation. I think mm. when you're looking at the psychiatric, psychological point of view, 
you know, a lot of people are going to say, well, this is kind of like a chart and this is a piece of paper. And then you follow this piece of paper and then you work through that. I don't necessarily gravitate to that, but that's not to say that's wrong. Right. It's just not necessarily how I see personally. Mm. Courtney, just a quick question. Mm-hmm. Courtney, have, mm-hmm. have you ever lived with a man, another man? Have you lived with anybody before? No, the only other males I've lived with are my brothers, my younger brothers. I've never lived with a man. Okay. Kennedy, have you ever lived with, are you living with your man now? Or um, No, we're about to, but in the past, yes, I have lived with a man. Oh, I'll, toast I'll, up, toast up. Take a shot for that. That's what's up. Yeah, that's Congratulations. That's a big move, man. It is. That's a I big move. And and how and how old were you living previously with, with a man? How old was he? Um twenty-four. He was thirty-three. So almost ten years. He okay, so so how long did that living together situation last? About a year and a half. A year and a half. All right, so I'm gonna tell on Kennedy now because we we had a conversation earlier, you know. Via text um, so so I was texting her about um, we we were just talking about getting to the podcast, I guess at at that point. But but she said you're my friend. I'm a I'm a I'm a get I'm gonna get behind you, and mm-hmm. or I'm a you know some something. In the I'm where a sta- I'm a, I say you my friend. I'm gonna stand behind you. Stand behind me. Right 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 right. <laughs> Yeah. And and at that point I said, yeah, but in 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 the new generation, I'm supposed to stand behind a woman. Like uh, that's but what are I you feel though? Like. Really? Yeah. I and mean, that that was my question. <laughs> really? So, follow up. So yeah. listen, listen. There was a it was brought to my attention. His name is Oh, um, <laughs> anyway, he called me. He he called me. He was poolside. He was poolside at <clears throat> at, at somewhere where uh, high earning people would reside at this pool situation. And to give that pool situation anonymity, I'm not going to use the name. But you know, you you meet a lot of well to doers here. And he talked about how much it has changed because. It used to be a lot of fat, uh, higher executive men in this pool area, right? And okay. they would be there with some young, pretty, you know, little thing there in her bikini, right? So it switched. Now it was the fat, out of shape, I guess executive female because she had the money she had the money she get in the pool anytime body positivity let me leave that alone i'm a, i'm you know whatever whatever you say around that but the men around that pool were all the svelte athletic guys that were paying attention they were doing push-ups on the side of the pool and and you know because i felt away like damn he thought he could come in his trunks and he's you know a dad of three and you know he's not together like that but now he feels some kind of way because all the guys around these other women that are bringing in the money were were, it it was switched he said it it flipped around for him so are we supposed to get behind is that supposed to be okay right now is the woman supposed to lead and the man accept that is that a toxic way of thinking 
that is something wrong with a woman leading and a man being behind the woman. Because in my mind, that's not, you know, that's not what I was taught was successful. I'm I'm saying it. However toxic it is, that's not that's not the way it's supposed to be. Courtney, do you have any thoughts on that? Hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Okay. My first thought was why the fuck does it matter? Why why yeah. does there have to be something wrong because there's a fat woman with a smaller guy and the woman has the money and she's welding it, you know, in front of this guy. Like, why does it matter? Why would he get upset about that? My, my first thought really were, why does it matter? And mm. mind your business. No, no shades here. <laughs> but, no, no, no. But mind your business. Like, like, why would you get mad by that? Like, I, I'm going to say this, and I don't mean to cut you off. I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to just back out and let y'all work your way around it. And it's okay. I probably know you. It's okay. Probably super cool with you. It's okay. It's okay. It's probably a super cool dude. Go get a Bowflex machine and fix that shit. Like, fix your <laughs> shit. Like, fix your <laughs> shit. Like, fix your shit. If, if you had a, a scene with money people, and it, it's, you know, like you presented it, Joey G. Right, if you right. in that room and you in that scene, you should be trying to position yourself where you trying to go. Like, you should be positioning yourself what you trying to do. Like, it, anything that you say regarding anything else that's going on, to me, shows some signs of some issues that you might have with where you at and what's going on with you. So again, mm-hmm. yeah. get a gym pass, get your body straight, and I bet you, if you do that, then when you're in that scene again, you won't notice who is and who isn't and who is and who got and who don't. Like, you will be in that situation maximizing your own shit. If that makes any sense. No. Nope, and that makes abs- absolute sense. Yeah. So then Very I, I'll, I'll go back to then, why does it matter about a man's emotional intelligence? Why does it, why is that a big deal? Why is that a speaking point? Because we can we can say that a physical we can say that a physical, uh, you know, when somebody when somebody recognizes a physical difference, what the fuck does that matter? Go in the go in the gym, fix that shit. That's it. When it comes to emotional intelligence, fix that shit. Do it. Just just do it. Just get where you need to do that. Right. We can be just as insensitive. To this person that's talking about emotional intelligence matters, right? No, no, no. It's, no, it's not that easy. No. Oh, it's no. not. It's okay. not that it's easy. Not. Trauma. Good question. Okay, let's go. Trauma. Good question. <laughs> At the end of the day, mentality. Mm-hmm. Like that's actually Courtney. Sorry, do you want to go mm-hmm. first? We were <laughs> we were kind of no, coming no. in together. Like no, yeah. no. Yeah, we just we just gonna bounce. Yeah, we just gonna bounce. Right. We just gonna bounce off. You you got the floor. So for me, mm-hmm. I feel like comparing physical looks to emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. those are two different things completely. Because if you have emotional intelligence and I'm rocking with you, I really I don't care what you I don't. We already have that with the ideal man. 
I don't care what you look like, but if you treat me a certain way, you handle situations a certain way, you handle uncomfortable situations a certain way, I can rock with you. Looks, I mean, what? That's only skin deep. Let we me, can we can work me, on that. That's let, something. Let me just but... insert one question to Courtney. Courtney, have you ever slept with a man that was unattractive? Oh my gosh. Ah. Why? Question. Listen, we are in court right now. You are under oath. Go ahead and say yes, Courtney. Have you ever slept? No. Have you ever slept with a man that was unattractive? I'm no. No. Exactly. No. And Miss Kennedy. To 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 a certain degree. Kennedy. Have you have you have you beauty beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Okay. Okay, so is emotional I, intelligence. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. What are you talking about? Emotional intelligence is in the eye of the beholder. No, it's in the if brain you know, of your psychotic <laughs> behavior. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. that, that so, is articulated through speech and communication so, that right. lets me know you ain't shit and but, you need to go right. see a fucking but, therapist. But ladies, let me tell you. Are there women that think men are boring because they're not toxic? Are there women that think that he loves me? He just, you know, if he's for other women, he shakes it up a bit. He's not boring. Like, have you ever heard that side before? So emotional uh, intelligence could be just how toxic she is. What's she willing to put up? But that also... Why are you reaching (laughs) he's definitely reaching he's definitely reaching for the fucking stars but we're not talking about but we're not talking about women we're not listen going back to the main point of this whole thing she said black men are emotionally unintelligent right and therefore they will continue to be single lonely not have positive relationships and so on and so forth we're not talking about the shit that women say and do that can contribute to them not having positive relationships we're talking about we mentioned mentioned that 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 a woman could give that man that that uh that issue we we did we you know i I mean we gave that it could give that issue but not like but we're not but that is not the issue we are talking there you go. Mm. There you go. Stand on it. Come on, Stand Courtney. Come on, Courtney. Courtney. Not talking about that. You reaching for Stand the stars, on. man. Okay. Stretch yeah. Armstrong ass nigga. How you stretch Armstrong out in these streets. Stay, stay right here at this base. Mm-mm. Stop reaching. We right how about, here. How about everybody just hold each other accountable? Period. Exactly. Mm. Everybody get their mind right. Everybody get their mental right. Stop being assholes. Stop being stuck in your fucking ways. This isn't the mm-hmm. fucking sixties. We're not our fucking parents. Nope. Hello. We know what trauma is. We know nope. right from wrong. We know good people. We know bad people. We know if we are a good person. We know if we are a bad person. And how about everybody just try to be the best motherfucking person they can fucking be and do some work to get there. There you go. There there. you go. And then, and then while we doing that, nah, nah. And while we doing that, while we on that mission to make yeah. sure that we are being the best person that we can be, if we are complete pieces of shit, how about we just keep it real with ourselves about that and then find people that accept <laughs> yeah, that, that and just shit. let that be that. Say that shit. 
Let's stop Wait trying to let people explain to us what the fuck is wrong with us. But, if we don't think anything is wrong with us, if there ain't I, nothing wrong yo. with me, then I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And if you fuck with what I do, then that's what we're going to do. But when you yo. out here talking about niggas is lonely and niggas is this, and you don't know that. A nigga yo. ain't lonely. Half yo. these niggas is happy where they at. And that's the problem. You not <laughs> happy. I... And you not happy that I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm good. I'm doing <laughs> the fuck shit that I'm into. That's but what if I'm your ass for. ain't, yeah, but if your ass ain't happy, then if your unhappy ass don't need to be getting with happy people, making it's, them unhappy. There you go. So there they can go. be unhappy with you. Honesty is Don't the key. be faking like you happy and all gung ho in the beginning, exactly. and exactly. then when you flip the script, exactly. when you flip that switch, it's honesty. <sighs> it's honesty, and that to me is not emotional. That's logical. That's just being honest. That's just saying this is where I'm that's at. Being, because when you decide that you don't want to be there no more, you'll do the work. You'll do the work. That's when you decide that I don't want to be here, you'll figure it out. Here's the thing that I have, like, I have an issue with. I have an issue yeah. with coming on this podcast for the second time. Mm. And Logic has a pastor's voice. <laughs> wow. Okay? Logic Thank has you. a pastor's voice. At Thank minimum, you. a deacon, you know, because you Thank listen you. to those, and you like listen. You. I'm my uncle's a deacon. Shout out to my uncle. Shout out to my uncle. So like, shout out to my uncle. I follow this man, and yeah. I'm like, he's spitting bars, and then every now and then, I'm uh, like, wait a minute, is this where we going? And I have to follow him because he still got the voice. Because but, it's, it's logic please. over everything, and you have to understand. Logic, sometimes, bro. Okay, sometimes. <laughs> oh, no, sometimes. no, no. I'm the one that no, told you like I was some... a piece of shit, sir. Like I told you that. <laughs> yeah. That's the point. As I told you, imagine, I'm doing the work. I'm trying to get pastor, better. Imagine your pastor having an anointed voice and then saying, okay. "I'm a hoe." Like what? Think like, how I'm many churches? That. Like, think it's, how many it's, churches it's, would be better? If the nigga just told you that instead of okay, fucking I mean, everybody in the church and then lying about it on Sunday, okay. let's wait, talk wait, about wait, it. Wait, you wait, want to talk about wait, it? Wait, okay, so with that logic, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, just, hold up, hold up y'all. With that logic, with that being said, right? Mm-hmm. Why did my good sis get crucified for essentially saying what the fuck needed to be said? All she did was empower people. She empowered and, black men to do better. She told yes, them to do yes, better. Except for there's one thing you're forgetting. So, she so was reaching. She, she was reaching. No, she was not. Shut up. Shut up. No, she was I not. I can't say that she was, she was not reaching. reaching. I she can't say reaching. that she's wrong. I'm Listen, standing but, on what I'm standing on. And I'm saying that there is no way that you can convince me as logic of the Logic Over Everything podcast that that young woman lost her job in the mental health profession because of what she said on Instagram about black men. I don't believe it. Mm. I don't believe it. I don't what? believe it because you would so, have to show me somewhere else where someone I lost their like... job because of what they say about black men. That's what? not even a realistic thing. And I can't even no, play that. Like, like we're not doing it's, that. That's not right. It's two I, things. It's that's two crazy things, to me. Either no. she had other write-ups and this was just the mm-hmm. final take. Possibly. Or she had to sign a form that says something about social media. And that is also true as well. I'm, I'm not, again, I started my thing by saying that what she said was not incorrect. I don't think anybody on this cast right now is going to disagree with her position. As an African-American man in this country, right. 
the disease of slavery lives in each and every one of us, men and women, every day. So we all, if nothing the airlines, else, have we a collective post thing shit, we got to talk about. No fault thing. I don't know that. All I feel like is there has to be some other write-ups. Nobody mm. can come in and be like, mm. you said this, you're done. It has to Because be you said something about black men. Tell me another person who lost their job because they went on Instagram and okay. said, black men need to do this. And then people was like, nah, you got to get out the paint for that. That's not even, that. you don't get out the paint for that. Well, you get elected for that. You get another well, job for that. It, you, it, it, that never, I, I'm just saying, I've never seen it. Mm -hmm. I've never seen a situation. A right. Where someone says, you said something negative regarding African-American men in this country and you can no longer Why do this Why is that job. negative? Why is telling black men to do better negative? I would First assume all, if you got I fired some for type it, of, like, would be seen as negative. Day, I, I just feel some type of way for it because to talk to the masses and say do better. Right. Because if it had been a man to speak right. to black women, Ooh, they call right. That's just what better, I was going to say. It would right. have been a don't uproar. don't don't let so me Kevin Samuels out here. Like, but, exactly. But, so to sit but, here and say but the he wasn't masses, crucified. that's not right. He was crucified. You know, they were celebrating. You didn't, you didn't see. You didn't see all the women. You know what? And this is what irks me because there's two yeah. platforms on here. She yeah. said something, and yes, it didn't end up the way she wanted. But he did something, and we should be celebrating the fact that he stood up for himself. He was able to say, "I don't like this." Sorry, she lost her job, but it was an issue for him. At the end of the day, and that's creating a safe place for our black men. We should be able to say shit that was fucked up. And it should be rectified. But at the end of the day, it's not right to sit here and say she can classify these black men aren't doing shit, X, Y, and Z. And it's focused on the masses. Because if it was flipped on us, it would be a whole nother You issue. get drugged through the world. You would get drugged. Through, you wouldn't have to worry about getting fired from your job. You would quit on your own. Twitter would make you quit your job. There would be all types of shit on Hulu about the shit you said on Twitter, and it'd be like a whole show about it. Is it the response? And it's not a negative thing. I think it's 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 an empowering thing. I think, but the response that a lot of men in today's society, a lot of women, have come together especially in social media, but in general, there's a lot of coming together from that end of the, the spectrum to speak on these type of issues and to say, nah, you're not saying that. Nah, I'm not trying to hear that. Nah, you know, the only reason when we talk about Kevin Samuels, the only reason that that shit worked is every one or two black women who said, nah, I don't wanna hear that shit. There was one or two black women who said, I do wanna hear that shit. That's the only reason that shit existed because if, the, you know, if the Beyonce group of black women was like, we're not rocking with that, shit would be gone. That'd be the end of that shit. <laughs> shit would be gone. That would be the end of it. Mm. And when I see a situation like this in reverse, and then there's an end to it, it's difficult for me to believe that there was a large majority of African-American men who said, I'm going to call this bitch job and just fuck our shit up. I don't believe right. that. I just don't she, believe it. She gave an example. She showed an example of a woman that, that was a woman that was that wasn't a dude.
but that that's all I'm saying. And I'm not I'm not trying to I'm not trying know. to make y'all look a certain type of way or, or feel a certain type of way about it. I'm just saying she's not gonna show you a black dude, African Bombada type dude that was just like, nah, I ain't trying to hear this shit on the gram. We gotta call her job and fuck <laughs> our job up. Because this bitch don't deserve the work. We actually don't really care. We don't we don't really care. Like, not only do we not really like... care, but some of us think I don't wanna hear that shit. But she's not wrong. No, she's not. She's not wrong. Not wrong. I just don't want to hear really? it. Kennedy. Kennedy. I just don't want to hear it. I just feel like at the end of the day, I just. I mean, this is my opinion. I could be wrong, but let's say he said what he said, right? Do you think it's a group of people that are over her that are all black that was like, "Yes, let's let her go"? No. Nah. No. They From were a white. job that we don't know that she had for a company that we don't right. know where she worked. Right. <laughs> No. no, like okay, we, we, didn't, we didn't, much get we don't know. We didn't get her fired. You we said in a, exactly. I, I, I didn't have anything to do with you. You're not Meghan Markle. I don't know you. Social media, the same way she did. He wrote in. That's fine. But at the end of the day, the judgment, and that's why I said there had to have been other steps. There had to have been other warnings because the judgment at the end of the day was we got to let you go. Right. But one statement for empowering people. <laughs> Listen, I don't know, and I'm, I, you know, like Courtney. This has been a great conversation. I think airlines, it's a dope conversation. Airline, Courtney shooting bell. I appreciate it. Yo, airlines that I work for, they tell you no social media, don't post it, don't be in politics, don't do X, Y, and Z, and if you do it, boom, they let you go. So either she had to sign mm -hmm. a contract saying she wouldn't do that. Or she would have got warnings, one, two, fired. Mm. She got fired. Right. It had to have been one of those two. So, yes, sis, I am sorry you lost your job. But but our black I men won this one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was in the Marine Corps for nine years. And then I worked for the government, for DOD, for another five. Social media was out. You know what I'm saying? That's out. You're not doing that. So there's always, to me, going to be a certain relationship that I have with people who deal with social media at that level that's going to be a little bit kind of like, I don't know why you're doing all this right now. And so when I see says putting this information out, the thing that I come to is I think we can agree there's some levels to this situation that we don't know. Right, right. There's just some edges to yeah. it. We're not seeing all of it. And so as we go back and forth and have our dialogue, I think we're all coming from a place of love and appreciation for everything and, and you know, trying to find a, you know, a, a righteous angle to perceive it. Right. But if you can't see all of it, then it's very difficult to speak on. You know what I'm saying? It's very difficult because I don't believe Obviously you went to not. multiple we've, colleges we've spoken, and got multiple degrees and said something about now. black men and then lost your job. I just don't believe that. I just don't believe that's a realistic thing well, in this country. I just you, don't believe it. I if don't. you have a white boss, if you have white coworkers, right. I have been a personal victim and testament to what white folks will say and do to keep us down right. in corporate settings, in positive settings. And like I said, I work in the mental health field. I know how much black male and female therapists and black healthcare workers 
positively impact the black community and black mental health period. Talk about it. And I <laughs> and if I'm not mistaken, I gotta listen to the clips again. She said that y'all went to Massa, like Massa. That's the one that, that threw me. me off. And I'm and when she said that, I was like, damn, like your own people, like you the type, like not not you specifically, but the black people, the black men, the black women, the black what? healthcare professionals that did report her, if if they actually did, you know, report yeah. her to that practice. That's terrible. You know, I, yeah, that that broke my heart. Because like I said, I know how much it means to have positive black representation in our community. That shit is fucked up. And at the end of the day, I'm going to stand on it. She was just empowering people. And I also scrolled through her page and she does okay. do a lot. Like her style of counseling and therapy is a little more alternative. It's not, it's definitely okay. not by the book mm. and whatever. And I feel like that is because okay. she is a black woman. She has to be able to relate to her clients, you know, in a different and way. And I can and see of that course, being taken as an issue and, within her work center or right. environment, her going this way right. and everybody's going that way. Look, I can look, understand that. Hey, I got right. I got to cut it off here. Mention- I got to cut it off here only because it's going on past the point of advertisement for this show. So, I will say that you'll get more of this if you guys are willing to stay on for overtime, but we got to cut Please it off do. here. Right. Please do. Like, that was got, crazy. Mm-hmm. We had yeah. a great there's, dialogue. There's a I think when we hear this back, it's going to sound so good. For the subscribership, look, and you'll get that if you guys are willing to stay on. Um, but when we get back from the break, from paying the bills, um, we're going to talk BBLs. We're going to lighten up the content just a little bit. And I'm going to go somewhere. I'm going to go somewhere that I was told not to because you can't shame a woman. We can't, we can't talk about women. You know, we can't do that. But since I have two beautiful women on the cast tonight, I feel empowered. Like, I'm going Let's to... shame her. No. Nah. <laughs> We're not and sharing. a beautiful lot. You also have a beautiful logic on the cash. You know what oh, I'm saying? We should be at yeah, that point yeah. where we beautiful can speak logic. on that. Yes. You know what I'm yeah. saying? When we How get back, that? we will get the opinion of a beautiful logic. Stay tuned. It's logic over everything. <laughs> Thank you for joining. <laughs> Yo, so that was crazy. I really appreciate y'all for that. That's some real shit. And I, I know that's not necessarily the salacious content that everybody be looking for, but I think that's a real <laughs> conversation about real shit with real people saying real shit. And I appreciate that person. I'm about to jump into this yeah. bottle and then give y'all some hot shit real quick. But I'm not jumping to the bottle. I, I, I think that was how much though. is left. Well, the I'm other bottle. Two bottles I'm of. He's I'm got drink, two. He's got, he's got I'm on my second bottle of water, you right. guys. Mm. <laughs> you better mm. go ahead and cleanse that system, Courtney. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Skin is While I get some bright more and vibrant right now. Ooh, <laughs> nails all shiny and shit. Yes. Hair all <laughs> clean. Skin hot. I like that. Keep your skin clean. Come through, cuticle. <laughs> Come through, cuticle. That's crazy. Don't ever say that again. Don't ever say that again. Come on, follicles. Yes, follicles. Yes. Yes, epidermis. Yes, dermis. Yeah, right. Can we can we talk about how black women they don't actually like say, Hey, I like your hair. They just point out Listen. whatever it is that they like, they just say it. Yeah. Eyebrows, eyebrows. Okay, eyebrows. Okay, okay. Hey, just, Pink right. skirt. 
pinks. Can we talk about how if a man does that, it's seen as something totally different than when a woman does that to another woman? <laughs> hey, oh girl in the turquoise. Hey. Hey, hey, okay. I, I, I mean, I appreciate the turquoise woman, the same way. It's just right. maybe my tone. Like, why do you even know turquoise? What is that? Like, yeah, you do you kind of feel blue? weird when you say yeah, when you said turquoise. Yeah. Why like, did yo. you say blue? Like, oh come on, don't be toxic. Oh <laughs> don't be toxic. Don't do that. It's definitely a color. <laughs> it's a shade. It's a shade. It's a shade. You, you, you're giving me a whole bunch of you know. You're giving me vertruse. Or Chantreuse oh or whatever that weird ass green shit is. Chantreuse? First of all, it's magenta. It's magenta. <laughs> olive. Olive. So if y'all olive. are going to compliment what a woman has on, what do you say? A girl I, walks by with like. With an itty bitty waist and a round thing in your face, you get sprung. Pull up. I cannot. I have to be honest. I have to be honest. I'm not a cat caller. I'm not a cat caller. Yeah, I can't I'm not one it. of them. I just it's yeah, not my yeah, it's, it's not, not my thing. Yeah. It's just not my What's thing. What's the definition of a cat caller? Because every day I go and work, it's people like it's the same dude that's working, and he's like, looking good, ma'am. Is that a cat call? What is I don't think so. But no, I think that you can think so, depending on you. He's saying wild shit. I can't do it. I think. I think everybody gets to determine how that is because as much as I hear people talk about how catcalling is a terrible thing and da-da-da-da-da, for every one or two or three or five or 10 or 20 people who say they don't fuck with it, it's one or two or three or four people that do. And that's why you do it. You wouldn't do it if it didn't work. You know what I'm saying? Like as a dude who's trying to get the attention of a significant other, you try to do the shit that you know work. Mm. I mean, mm. but hanging out the passenger side of your best friend's ride trying to holler at me, like, is that really acceptable? Yes. It works. Is that is that really it necessary? Yo, it, it, it works. That's why that song was so popping. That's why that song was so popping. Because it was so many women DMs, that like, knew that that's how yeah, they got maybe. got. Like, that's yeah, where your baby yeah. father came from, from somebody passenger side of his yeah. best friend ride. And he right. hollered at you. you. Gotta, and you, you went with it. You gotta shoot. You gotta shot. shoot. You know, yeah, you, you miss 100% it. of the shots you don't take. Ooh, right? go ahead, Kobe. Go ahead, Kobe. Okay. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Fade away. I wish y'all could see my face right now. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm like, I wish we could too. It's, I'm gonna turn, turn my camera on. Just... That's a weird, that's a weird, that's a weird conversation because I think there's a level of appropriateness <laughs> and a level of not appropriateness. And you gotta be appropriate. But... You gotta be. You gotta connect with your audience. Let's let's go. Let's go. I love it. Whatever. You also I have to know it. your skill set and what works for you. Okay. And there's some dudes okay. that work for. Like some dudes Look, that work for. Courtney. Courtney, do the accents. I'm gonna do the voiceovers. Wait a minute. <laughs> Nigga, when really? Did you turn your camera oh, off, God. Kennedy. Oh, the turn fuck? your camera off. The fuck. The fuck. The fuck. Right. The fuck. All right. Boy, if y'all. Wait, I'm back. Nigga. Nigga. All right. We're back. It's logic over everything. Before the break, I was talking about the conversation of the BBL. And let me tell you why this was, was is a long time coming. Because when I brought up this topic, I was told, <laughs> why does it matter? You can't tell a woman to do what she wants to do with her body. I'm not trying to talk about any of that. I'm simply saying, I'm asking the question, is it healthy? In the realm of influencer, we all want to look like 
you know, Courtney Crimson. Everybody wants the BBL with surgery. So I had this thing with my brother Logic. I sent him a video. I said, is it real or is it fake? And there was this influencer. She was, uh, she had this waist trainer on, but the waist trainer was so tight. It looked like she was missing two ribs at the top of her, <laughs> at the top of her waist. Right. And then she had this ass that was completely fake. Like it was, there's no doubt about it. It just, it was fake. Right. But that's the way we're moving the culture. Like now we have women that get on instinct, Instagram or whatever social media and present themselves as a kind of Barbie doll. She wants a really, 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 really small waist and a large ass. So I want to ask the women, am I, am I making this up or am I making a big deal about it? Or, or, or do you need to tell me why does it even matter? You know, if you if that's honestly in your heart, go ahead and tell me. But I'll begin with Kennedy. Have you ever encountered one of these pages? <clears throat> Have I encountered a page of BBLs? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Okay. All right. Do in you, fact, you... I followed them. Okay. <laughs> Intentionally. Yes, what yeah. do you mean? Of course I have. You do follow I her BBL journey? I, I follow her. I, I, yes. In fact, I love, it's actually like a thing on TikTok where it's like my DR journey. Ooh. And they go out there. It's like hashtag DR journey, hashtag DR like surgery or whatever. And I follow it. So I'm always like, because, you know, if you get surgery outside the country, when you come back, a lot of doctors don't work on you. That's right, a thing. Right. So I'm always like, how is the surgery? Like, and I always be confused, like, the way they be looking after the surgery, I'm like, you could have just ran about 10 miles for three months. Yo! Yo! The surgery, like, afterwards, they be looking fucked up. And I be like, I mean, Robbie, they be talking about shit that you supposed to take to your grave. Like, I be like, yo, like, it's, I mean, that's my thing. You don't have to be your thing, but I like watching the, the situation. However, do I think it's necessary? I think it's only necessary if you feel like that will make you feel better. I don't believe in doing anything where you're doing it. And they ask you. There's like a little um, consultation where they're like, are you doing this on your own accord? Like, your man's not making you do it. That's like a whole thing, right? I don't think it's necessary because if niggas want to fuck, they gonna fuck. Mm. Y'all don't really Y'all not one of those, ugh, like, I'm sorry, if it's enough shots or you in the mood and you just, you know, you just get hard, y'all gonna do whatever. Like, I'm sorry. I just day, I just want to say during during your speech just now, I know that Logic was doing this, this here, this wavy <laughs> thing that I'm doing right here. We was doing that right now when we was watching you speak. Like, yeah. I don't if know, niggas, know what you're talking the, about. The bar you said is you know if niggas want to fuck, they're going to fuck. Let's do they're this. Gonna fuck. Let's, let's get in here. I'm this sorry. Way. They're going to fuck. Yeah. It's Absolutely. true because at the end of the day, I'm I'm talking about from my aspect, if we can be honest, I've been a size two and I've been a 26. I've like gone all this. Shit. I got fucked at every size. Nobody, <laughs> nobody cares. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> like, that's a fact. I mean, for real. Like, that's a, that's a bar. That's a bar. Like, right. Every size that I enjoy t- pop. Put that on the t-shirt. <laughs> every, yes. Every size. Yeah. That's when it's gonna be every size I enjoy to cop. The fuck you mean? So, 
do I think it matters? Yeah. No. Okay. I think it's how you present yourself. Nobody's going to be like, oh, I like the way she's looking at house coat with them flip-flop. Like, no. Like, <laughs> but there's a way to like dress it and like, what's the word? Accentuate how you look. Okay. I'm sorry. Look, Lizzo got a whole dude. That's that's a thick chick. And it she wasn't her first dude, neither. It wasn't, wasn't her, her first, first dude, dude. neither. It, mm -mm. I'm sure she, nope. she got mm -mm. fucked alongside. Probably won't be her last. Long time ago. <laughs> yep. So, yep. At the end of the day, I don't think it matters. Yeah. But if you're doing it because that's a goal that you want, every I don't. You know, like, I tell people, like, I love my ass, I love my gut, I love my arms, like, I don't care. And I always feel like what you pro what you project is what you get. If you love yourself, man, gonna be like, yo, she, yo, if it's a thick shit, like, yo, she got that. She got a great personality, she confident, I'm finna fuck. Dang. So, <laughs> I don't think it matters. Hey, I she just... She just gave you scripture right there. Right, she just gave right. you scripture. That's, <laughs> that's all first verse. Like the that's... female deacon has taken over. That's it. Right. That's it. That's it. Oh, I'm interning under Pastor Logic, man. Hey, hey, hey. I'm hey. interning under Logic, man. I'm letting women on the pulpit today. I'm changing shit up. <laughs> women can be on the pulpit too. Not just niggas. Ah, oh. uh, you thought I didn't know Jesus? I do. Y'all are hilarious. I do. Courtney, oh, Courtney, how do God. we feel about the BBL? Do you want to do, do, do you desire a uh, bust lift? Uh, you know, something to change <laughs> physical self. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Um, I don't need a butt lift because okay. I got the butt. Yes. I naturally <laughs> have the small waist and the big boobs. We've know? got the butt. <laughs> I, I've got the butt Dab over it. here, and um, <laughs> and also tennis. Honestly, <laughs> and honestly, truly, some days I wish I did not have the butt and titties. Sometimes I wish somebody would step to me, just strictly based off my looks, because you saw my face or because mm -hmm. you felt the energy when I walked by, not because you saw the ass and you was like, you know what, let me go talk to her. You know, right. I think there's very much pros and cons to I just, having I wanna, the body and not having the body. Mm -hmm. I just, I just want to quote the great theologian. His name is uh, Jay Z, and he said, oh, "Unless God. you fuck the dude on go. his own merit and not the way he dribble a ball or draw lyrics, you're a never mind." All right, Thank she, you. She, she saying, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm gonna. <laughs> Yeah, but, but, but you need to, to be you need to enter. You got to enter. He was asking because Beyonce definitely to... fucking you because you're a cool guy. Because it, it ain't it his face. That's what it is. Wow. It's your, you're cool. She said it. She said it. Rich. She said it in her song. It must be a cash because it ain't your face. Wow. <laughs> she, you can't Ooh. tell me she was. Did she call him a tip drill? Damn. But... Man, we I just mean, I ain't say that's all true. That's wild. <laughs> true. Listen, it wouldn't be that's the first time she didn't. It wouldn't be the first time she didn't throw shots at that man. Actually, didn't she say, "Let me upgrade you"? Ooh. Uh, okay. And yeah. then did she do that? She definitely did. Mm. He's a billionaire. And then now, didn't so. she do that? Mm. Hell yeah! Just facts on facts. Just you know, logic. Yeah. What we talking about? Uh, Courtney, don't don't let me disrupt you. You you were on to something. You want a guy oh. to not like you for these physical attributes? 
Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes That's I wish I didn't have the ass and titties. And and like I said, I have a natural. Um, it runs in my in my family. That's a blessing. Uh, I, I've been blessed to have my physical. Yes, to have my physical passed down for me from the women in my family, my mom's side yeah. of the family, and whatnot. Mm. And when the whole BBL thing was starting to come about, I was like, listen, y'all want fat asses, but y'all don't want big booty problems, you know? Mm. Or and, big breast problems. Yeah, or big city problems, or little waist problems, because, oh, shit, man. I can't buy a pair of pants. Like, I just found this year my first pair of mom jeans that, like, actually kind of sort of fit me. Not even to the T, but, like, you know, pants are naturally bigger at the waist. And, you know, I have hips. I got booty. Mm -hmm. And then, like, pants don't be stretching enough. Like, everything I wear has to be stretched. I have to try on jeans before I actually buy them. Like, I have anxiety crippling anxiety walking past groups of men you know yeah. because i have an ass i got i gotta sometimes plan my day around my ass and my titties depending on how <laughs> you know they that's feel. crazy you know but this that's is just crazy. me like for a long time leggings were the only bottoms that Amen. i had because it it took too much and i have so much anxiety around buying clothes at least for my bottom half you know Mm. It's just, I don't know, it's a lot. When, when the BBL thing started to come about, I was like, sis, go ahead, do you. Because right. respectfully, there are some women out here that are built like shoeboxes. You know, yeah. I get it. But yeah. make sure you're doing that for you and only for you at the end of the day. But to the women that get the BBLs or they, I mean, titties, I understand that, you know. But right. you don't have to go like super duper big. But you know, that's just my opinion. Because just like there's big booty problems, there's big titty problems. But when exactly. it comes to ass, like I've seen some girls, they get BBLs and whatever. Yeah. And after the surgery, I'd be like, bitch, do some weighted squats. Like I I also exercise. I also work to maintain what I already have and to stay strong right. and just feel good in general. And I'm like, if you do a hundred squats. A day, I'm not even talking about weighted squats. You know, you can do that in your house. You don't need a gym membership to get what I got. You know, but you do need to be consistent. And with the whole BBL epidemic, I felt like BBLs were made way more accessible and way more affordable. Because remember, only rich folk could afford plastic plastic surgery. Yeah, mm-hmm. could get plastic surgery, you know, the nose jobs, the lip fillers. Now mm-hmm. you could go to the, the same girl Utakana. that does Yeah, the that. same girl that does your waxes, she's doing yeah. lip injections and stuff too. Like right. you know, it's yep. become way more accessible and a way more yeah. affordable for people. And I feel like there was a huge rush for it. And I actually think it's starting to die down now. Okay. okay. <laughs> I think it's starting. I think I it's starting agree. to die down now, or women are just now starting to have the negative effects right, of right. shooting your natural body up with silicone, or right. God knows what the hell Yo, you know they're putting. In the states, in, you in, there was a woman that was on that got like fucking caulk, caulk concrete. Yeah, the concrete yeah, like caulk, in yeah. her ass that was built for like the tub caulk, like she, right, she crazy. yeah. Got that shit. It's not right. So, so mm-hmm. logic. It messes me with you your something. fertility. Everything. Logic. I mean, me I ask. think it's dope that like 
Oh, oh I didn't mean to cut you off. Though. Nah, you, you good. Gotta, you nah, finish you your sentence. Like this, so, we talking about no, y'all. Was, so like, first and foremost, you got to. Yeah, like I think it's dope. I don't know if y'all saw like K Michelle came out with a show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. I think that's dope. That is bringing, especially to our black women, is bringing awareness mm-hmm. of like, like she's dealing with it right now, like trying to right. get the silicone removed or certain things that they inject you with because you were trying to have that look. Cardi B is another one where she was like, yeah, I went to a basement. And to be honest, Nicki Minaj is another one. Mm. They did what they needed to do. And then when they got money, they tried to get the quality plastic surgery. But these women the are The damage was honest. done. Exactly. So, like, you are right, uh, Courtney, about fertility. You're right. Like, at the end of the day, there's so many other effects. Like, K. Michelle had a girl on her show that had trouble breathing afterwards. Like, this shit ain't no yep. joke. Just for a look mm-hmm. and for what? Mm. A man, like, at what? the end of the day... Yeah, you got the personality. You you like own your shit. You confident. Like there is somebody out there for you, sis. And if there's not, fucking love yourself. Mm. Love yeah. yourself. Like I told I told people all the time when I was single, I was like, I'm alone, but I'm not lonely. And I damn sure ain't about to spend thirty bands just to get somebody and have somebody pay for shit. I could do that on my own. Oof. Right. Oof. And they still cheat them. Yeah, they still right. call you ugly. If Beyonce still- can get cheated on, listen, I ain't finna spend 30 bands to try. I'm sorry. <laughs> or nothing. I'm sorry. Mm. No. Now, now when the I- surgeries... Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, no, I just It's okay. Know. Nah, go, 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 <laughs> go, go, go. You, you gotta fill up the space. This is Because I'm gonna just say some real crazy <laughs> shit. So, like, please. I got some shit for you, though. Talk like, shit. I got some shit for you. Talk your shit. You know where I'm gonna go. You know the type of shit I be saying in with all to these type of topics. Please. Please. I was gonna say, when it's done right, it looks great. When you go to a good quality doctor that knows what the hell they're doing, it looks amazing. All power what? to you. But I be thinking, okay, so you're 25, 26, whatever years old. You spend 30 bands to get your body done, titty sitting, you know, removed a couple ribs, and you're a size fucking 14 in the ass in jeans, right? What the fuck happens when you're 50, when you're 60, when you're 70? Right. At the end of the day, beauty fucking fades. Things are going to sag. They're supposed to sag. <laughs> like... Right. They gonna look like the wife to Bob's Burgers. Ooh, shit. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. And I, I think that women ass. aren't thinking about Shout that. Shout out to the movie. That shit was amazing. That shit was amazing. That was a great movie. Oh, that shit the was good. The movie was good. It was good. That shit was yeah. good. I was never a fan. No, it like made I me a fan you. off top. Like, it made me a fan <laughs> off. Like, I got into don't, it off the Don't movie. deflect. Let's get back. Let's get back. Because I, I, I just want to bring us back to center because I'm going to tease something in overtime if you are around for overtime you will meet a personal story about logic from me right and he doesn't even know this is happening but Mm. i'm going to personally tell you my experience of logic and it's a round penis pause so i'm just going to tease that it's logic's feeling on penis now i'm going to go back to okay now before we go back to logic what we also have to do is let the listeners know, especially those, you know, who have chosen to use their financial devices to engage with this content. We appreciate you. Yes. We we love your listenership. We love all listenership, mm-hmm. but your listenership is what's going to really change 
the way that we, you know, the dynamic that we can bring this content to you. Right. I don't know what the fuck Joey G's talking about. Have, he said dick he like no seven idea times. That I remember this. But I, do I don't know exactly what he's gonna say, but I'm 100 percent sure that I was drunk, he was drunk, and he's fucking lying. So please penis. listen, because I'm gonna point it out. Because I'm gonna point it out. Because I ain't say no shit like you're, that. You're not gonna say that when you hear what it is. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, listen. I probably said this shit. Yeah. So what? Listen, um, logic. I want to yes, know around oh. your your opinion for the yes, sir. L's, right? How you feel about BBL? Have you ever handled a fake ass or fake titties? You know, and I'm calling fake like like there's there's a whole lot of things here. Like I said, I was I was shied away from talking about this topic because I'm not a woman. I don't know the pressures. There there are things there are things that I'm being sensitive to just because I was already told like you can't tell a woman. I'm I'm not really telling women how to do anything. I'm just saying that it is in our it is in our purview. Like it's it's around BBLs um and and breastless breast lifts and even uh Botox is in in the conversation. So I'm asking you, how do you feel about this? For me it's not my thing. If I'm mm. keeping it a buck, I've definitely been in situations you know, where I've dealt with young ladies who, you know, had cyber parts. And that's cool. I mean, cyber if that's your thing. Cyber Did you just say cyber thing. parts? You said cyber parts? Like, oh you know, like add-on parts. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you buy the Mitsubishi Galant and then you put the rims on it. It's a cyber part. Like it's an extra part. I'm not saying it's Wait, a bad part. It makes your car look better, right? Uh-huh. Nah, the key to I it don't is know. this. Wait, the key to I... it is this. Let me clean I'm... it up. Let me clean yes. it up. She said yes. I prefer women who are comfortable in the skin that they're in. Right. That's just me. Mm. I know. Let me not even say what I know. Let me say what I think. And then maybe you ladies could help me out. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's something that I need to reassume or figure out. Nine times out of ten, Mm. when I'm around my homegirls who are into certain levels of lifestyle, certain levels of social scene, certain, you know, there's a lot of intensity and discussion of those type of upgrades and those type of looks for certain types of things. Okay. And to me, I kind of came to the conclusion a while back, I've never been able to decide if a young lady is really doing that for the look from significant others or the look from their friends. I, I've never really, as a dude, those options aren't available. I mean, they are, but you gotta be a weirdo to use them. Like you gotta be a weirdo <laughs> to like get, you know, yeah. ab injections yeah. and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just know that. Like, let's don't front. Like, you know that it's bald niggas out here that's getting like whole washing sets on their head. If, 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 I don't even know the word for that shit because that's crazy. Wow. Like, you know what I'm saying? But you also know that that's not necessarily a man that the average woman would really be checking for in that way because from a masculine point of view, the idea of getting, you know, a fake bush or or fake dreads or, you know what I'm saying, whatever, like it, it shows a level of 
uncomfortability with your situation. And as a dude, you always feel like the situation that you have is a situation that you have. And you either yeah. learn how to tell jokes or you yeah. learn how to play basketball but, or you just become a wild talking, shooter. But if you're and, talking you know, to... Whatever, uh, you do what you do. If, if you're talking to Kennedy, then she said dick, is, dick extenders is our thing, so... And I've never heard of that, and I don't want to talk about that. What I'm saying <laughs> is that I don't like. I, so, I don't want to know. That goes under the heading of shit. I, mean, I don't want to know. At the end of the day, we don't have to talk about dick descendants. We can talk about dick pumpers. We don't Which have to. Stay I've on seen that. on TV, and it seems right. I, maybe that you don't have to. You don't have I, to. I mean, we, there's so many other options in the let's realm. Keep it a Where do you want to go? Let's keep it thousand. Let's keep it a whole thousand. I'm gonna keep it to Okay. That's not an issue that I gotta fucking deal with. So I don't have to do the research I mean, on that. You know what I'm saying? Like go, maybe you we do. We gotta go for the math. It's like we gotta reach out. You're oh. you're you're a pastor, bro. Uh, you I can't am a just pastor. focus on yourself. You I am a pastor. On the listen, others. listen. But I'm, speaking to, but I'm speaking to those. Yeah. But I'm speaking to the we, people in my church. Yeah, I'm speaking we, to those right. in my church. Listen, and the people in my church got exactly. We got exactly to the place I want to go. We are. This is exactly where I wanted to go to go to overtime, right? So we're going to end the show. I'm, I'm ending the show right here on purpose. And I'm telling you <laughs> that this $9.99 that my subscribers pay for, for oh, the overtime is definitely worth it. You about to get all 99 about to get, get lit. something about logic that you really don't know. And, it, and it's from my purview. <laughs> and it's on this topic. Like, it's the reason why he just said what he said. And, and you don't know what he said. You won't know unless you I need to hear this shit over to the Spotify. I paid my $9.99 listeners. Right. I paid my, I just cash app him $9.99 right now because I'm trying to hear know. this shit. You, like, you, what the fuck are we talking hear. about that you going to so, say that I said? So how I yeah, end every relationship cast now. Like, I won't pull up. Like, that's crazy. How I like, end it let's, let's do it. Think in your mind. The three people we have on the cast, right? I'm always the one that's asking you guys questions. I'm always putting you on the spot. I'm asking you right now to put me on the spot. Joey G, yeah. the host. So, out of the three people we have here, it, do you have a question? And each of you can think of a question. If you don't have a question, that's fine. Each of you can think of a question. All I ask is that you find the one that is worthy of me answering it honestly. So, yeah. Kennedy, do I'm going to begin with you. Kennedy, Wait, do you me? have a question? You have a question yeah. for me? What's the yes, question? I do. Go ahead. So you, so you go out, mm -hmm. meet a girl, y'all have drinks, right? Great fucking vibe. Okay. You feeling it? Mm. Go back to her place. Yep. Right. You have a few after drinks, mm. and you about you about to smash. The vibe is dope. Right. She tells you, "Listen, Your you're the first person." That I'm about to have, I'm FTM. Like, well, I'm MCF. She just had her surgery and now she's like a female now. She's no longer a dude. You're going to be her first to bust her open. Do you try it or you leave? Okay, that's question number one. 
Oh, that's the question. That's I don't need to hear one. question number two or question number three. Since you out here trying to put other niggas' business out here, don't, don't shoot this. Nope, nope. I'm going to speak on Courtney's behalf because that's my sis right there, and I feel like we on the same wow. level on some level. We want the answer to this shit. You out here trying to put my yeah, shit on blast on overtime. This overtime yeah. right now for you, my nigga. How you going to handle that, my nigga? You a wild nigga. Yeah, I ain't got nothing to follow up. You a wild nigga. Wow. You a wild nigga. It was nigga. a dope vibe. You was feeling it. Dope vibe. Ain't I was listening knows. to Jay-Z. Yes. And I was doing all this extra all shit, margaritas. You were talking and, about cowboys. She said she uh, and she had a jersey in the back. The when you went to the house, she had a jersey yes. in the closet. Ooh. And you was like, oh, you real about that cowboy shit. And she like, yeah, I be fucking that cowboy shit. She had a yeah. favorite color lingerie came Bruh. out. She was like, listen, Ooh, before you smash Bruh. this Bruh. new pussy. So, so this is interesting, this right? Pussy. This is interesting. <laughs> I, I followed a I followed a uh a, a young man that, that knew very early on that he was a woman. Like he felt like he yeah. was a, a girl. So at 12 years old, he started his transition. And he made a like a really uh, a powerful TikTok where it was like, you know, how do you handle those stages of grief going through being in a man's body and feeling like a female? And he was like, you know, it it starts the same way. You know, you you try to turn it on its head. You try to say, first of all, you 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 try to fight it at first. So he had a bunch of pictures at, with him as a young man. And then him as an adolescent. And then right as he got to 12, then he was like, then you have acceptance. And then the screen changes and he's like a fucking, I would, I would swear that he was a full fledged female at that point. If I knew him at 14, I would say, yeah, this, this freshman in high school, she, she's deaf. She's always been a female. Like I wouldn't know the difference. You know, that's, that's the switch he made. So you're asking me a question about, me f- going on a date with a young lady, in my in my view, right, and us vibing and getting along famously and all that shit, and then at the end of the date, she hits me with the, yeah, uh, the Carfax, yeah, you go to Carfax. So I happen to know how much it costs for a pussy. It costs thirty thousand dollars. That's yeah. The, the 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 influencer she ended up telling how much it costs. Like it's thirty grand. For a new for a yeah. vagina, right? So, I have questions. They don't I got do. like a budget vagina though. Like they no, don't got like a. No, no, there's no budget. They do have a budget vagina. Medium price. In the country, but I don't think you want that. I feel like chops on. If you talking about cutting that shit up, like that sensitive organ, and and making it, it so you right. feel shit, like you need you need the professional. You right? need to do that the right way. So it changes. It changes for me in this, and this is where it may get a little toxic. I can't. I can. I can never see you as a a female at that point. When you tell me the truth, I'm done. You know, my curiosity is like, wait a minute. I wonder if that shit feels like a genuine vagina because I've had vagina at this point. So like, I wonder how it feels. Like, so I am curious. I'm into that. I am. I don't want. I don't want to make it. I don't want to lie and say like, mm, I wonder. But the biology of it. Like you're a man, at the end of the day, and but she's I'm, not a man. <sighs> agree to disagree, and that's where my toxicity comes in. I realize that I am very toxic in my thoughts, 
Like I have a lot of, of views about uh, masculinity in general and being an alpha male. Like it's not uh, entirely uh, liberal. Like I don't have any. At some point, I could get I could get real Republican on you, and that's the best way I can describe it. Um, but yeah, the I could never get over the fact that this is a man I'm sleeping with. There would be like cheekbone issues and then i'm looking at like the way your your muscles she, she looks up. like she looks like megan good she looks yeah put your head megan is real she looks hard like, <laughs> she looks pause. wait pause. and that's what is that not is that what you're gonna say when you're in the room or is that just a comment for this for this podcast it, like it, she looks like megan good she right. looks like sanaa lathan like right. it's everything you dreamed of and you're like i can't unfortunately she told my brain that she's a man so now my brain is looking for those man attributes and i can't i'm just not if she didn't tell me and i'm in there i'm just like you know i'm not looking for those things but you told me so logically (laughs) over everything i'm I can't. I can't ignore it. I'm sorry. Nah, don't put my name on that oh. shit. You talking oh, for yourself, Come don't on, put man. My name on that. Nah, Come man. On, nah, man. man. You already trying to expose niggas in the overtime and shit. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Shit. Yeah. Logic. Same question. Absolutely. Um. Thankfully, I've never been in that situation. So. Right. Right. I would like to think that the number one thing that I would do, and this is just me being 100% honest with you right now, the number one thing I would do is be very thankful that that person was honest about it. I'd be very thankful for that. That would be a very, because that's just a big thing to have to explain to somebody in that type of situation. That's a lot. That's a lot of, I would assume, that would be like a lot of courage and a lot of, Courage is the best word because, yeah, you know, yeah, you would it? have to assume yeah. that I would handle that in, you know, a certain type of way and not in many of the ways that it seems like people who have these connections with people, they they fear that discussion because of the way that it could be consumed and assumed and, and actions that could take place. For me, I don't believe that I could do it. I don't think it would be something that I would want to do, but I would have a great level of respect for that person. And I would like to think that maybe that's not the level that our relationship will go, but our relationship would continue. I would fuck with you. Mm. I would fuck, fuck with you for real. Cause you stand up, you're a stand up person. Like you, you, you stand on your shit. And if you stand mm. on your shit, we can go out and have some more drinks. We can hang out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't necessarily know if I want to, you know, facilitate any type of sexual activity with you because at that point, I just don't know if I'm comfortable with that. Nah, but the fact that you was honest means that I could be honest. Right. And then right. we could just kick it later on and do other shit. Like, I definitely want to kick it with you. And you know what I mean? Like, we was vibing. We was listening to the music that we like and having a good time at eating and shit like that. We could continue to do that. I don't have no problem doing that at all. Okay. It's just I don't know sexually if that's where I would take it. Well, I like it. And that's a good place to end. This has been Logic Over Everything. It's over. And it's been everything.
Thank you for joining us. Listenership, listenership, listenership. This is this is logic every time. And again, I just I think I speak for everybody on the cash, everybody that's involved with what we do. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being a part of this journey. You're gonna hear some wild shit. You're gonna hear some funny shit. You're gonna hear some real thoughtful shit. Is it is we're trying to give you everything that we got here. Just all the different levels of content, intelligence, and fuckery that we can add. So just thank y'all for hanging in with us and and we're gonna continue to try to get you the best content that we can. And if you're not subscribing to that nine ninety nine on Spotify, you won't hear what I have to say <clears throat> about logic. And this is going to be crazy because this might be the last logic over everything podcast. <laughs> so it's only a one ninety nine ninety nine. You know what I'm saying? Like it might Yo. not be more than one ninety nine ninety nine situation. This might be the last nine ninety nine situation. So just you know. Thank you for joining us. You're the masters, man.